0: You know, it's such a credit to the the players and the the, the coaches and the administration. You, know, you have a vision when you're doing this. And ultimately, you get to the point where that's the position that you you want to be in. You know, uh, um, you've earned respect from your peers. You've earned it through your hard work. And um, you see yourself as a program that can contend at the highest level of your league. And, yeah, we know we haven't done anything yet this year. But but at the same point in time, um, I'm really proud of the guys for all the work that they've put in. And, you know, they're right where they want to be. And that's all you can ask for.
2: Let's rewind a couple of years ago when you brought in um, some of these young players that are now preseason or even postseason all-conference players. Um, when you had them in, and you know they're, they're freshmen and they make freshman mistakes, but did you think back then, just wait until we get a couple of years under our
0: belt and the heights that we could reach? Did you foresee this? I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you could see very, very clearly, like, yeah, some of those guys, they, of course, they make young mistakes, but they also made a lot of big time plays as young players. And, um, they're very talented, um, incredibly coachable. They're great human beings, uh, were really bought into, to the vision that we had for the program and for themselves. And I think you could just see that starting to build. And then you go into the offseason, you see how hard they work, how committed they are, uh, to the process and, and everything that we were doing. Uh, there's no question that you could see that. And, and I think that they saw that uh, um, in the team and in themselves. And um, it's really started to come to fruition here. And and I, I think they would also tell you that, yeah, that's great, but there's still so much more that can be done and needs to be done. But um, I think very clearly we could see that a couple years ago.
1: What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. That was Nico Medved talking to the press his opening statement, part of Mountain West Media Days. Big thanks to the conference for putting that on virtually. Really easy process. But we're obviously focusing on the fact that the Rams, for the first time in the history of the Mountain West, are the preseason conference favorites, and it just speaks volumes to where this program is at. I'm going to play some audio for you, mostly from my questions, just kind of talking to David Roddy, Isaiah Stevens. Both of them were selected. First team preseason All-Mountain West, which is a big honor. CSU's the only team with more than one selection. We're going to talk about all of it, but something to keep in mind for you homeowners. With prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house in Colorado is right now. The market's just absurd. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some worry off your plate. They're proud DNVR members. They're CSU alum. They work nights. They work weekends. And as mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen different lenders with many different products to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with, not feel bounced around. They take the time to help their borrowers be as informed as they want every step of the way. And they actually have a fun perk for DNVR listeners right now. If you visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com, or you can always call Mike directly at 970-412-2472, Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, all right, all right. Let's jump right into it. Obviously, CSU being picked to to win the Mountain West, it's it's just night and day from where this program was just a a few short years ago. And I kind of asked Nico Medved about that. You know, what's the biggest difference? And he just talked about the overall buy in. And you know, he he did credit some of the veterans that stuck around, guys like Nico Carvacho, uh, Chris Martin, Hyron Edwards, and and kind of the role that they played in that early transition, especially. But these last couple of years, they've really been able to just bring in a a lot of talent, but also just high character individuals. And they've been able to establish great chemistry. They've all bought into the system. They all work hard. I mean, it's really encouraging. And and I think the best thing is is it's clear that this team isn't satisfied. I mean, obviously, they're going to say the right things in the moment. But I do think they genuinely recognize that while the preseason recognition is significant. I mean, Roddy mentioned that. His freshman year, they were tab ninth, and and that was something that, you know, him and Isaiah took to heart. They obviously finished much higher than that, and kind of one of the things that Medved brought up was just that, you know, very rarely are the end of season rankings lining up with the preseason rankings. So it's great to see that this team is getting the respect, the recognition that they deserve after the sustained success, you know. But now they're the the hunted, and and not necessarily the hunters. I mean, obviously they still have. High goals. They still have to go out and win the conference, but there's going to be a target on their back. You know, San Diego State. They probably take it to heart a little bit that they were not taken to win the league after winning it each of the last two years. Brian Dutcher didn't buy into that. You know, he he actually mentioned that he took it as a sign of respect, just given the uh, the production that they lost from these last couple of teams, and they've got you know some unproven individuals that are going to have to step up. And he's like the fact that they still took a second. Even after losing you know three thousand points scored or whatever it was between the the group of players that moved on, the respect that people have for San Diego State basketball, their defensive success, you know just kind of the established success that they have there as a program, they got taken second and I thought that was interesting because I saw a lot of San Diego State fans online that were pretty pissed off to say the least, and man, there's something about San Diego State basketball fans, they're very passionate and I respect them. I love that program. I genuinely do. But whenever anybody, you know, slights them in the in the smallest way or whenever they feel like, you know, they're not getting all of the respect in the world, they just, they play the victim card immediately and it's, it's a little annoying, especially with the way that the league consistently caters to them. <laughs> Anyways, getting back on track, CSE was taken first, San Diego State was taken second then Nevada three, Boise State four, Utah State five, UNLV six, Orlando Robinson and Fresno State at seven, Wyoming and New Mexico tied for eighth. And then, you know, kind of rounding out the bottom of the conference, we had Wyoming and then San Jose State led by Tim Miles and Air Force, who has 16 freshmen on the roster. It's it's going to be interesting to see what Joe Scott can do with that program and all the youth. I mean, sometimes that's a good thing just to get a fresh start, but could be a long year, and it's certainly anticipated to be based on the preseason poll. Uh, we got a, a quote from Nico Medved in the press release. We appreciate the recognition that our team and players have received for their hard work. We also realize this is a new year, and we have a very challenging schedule in front of us filled with talented teams, players, and coaches. We were excited to get the season started. You know, Speaking of the schedule, that was another thing that was kind of brought up a couple of different times. I believe it was Mark Ziegler asked him about it. The way he asked the question was kind of weird to me. He kind of like threw in a little it wasn't a dig, but he was like, You scheduled up and San Diego State scheduled up, arguably even more so than you. It was a really weird way to phrase the question. I'm not trying to like talk trash or anything. Ziegler is a tremendous reporter. He does great work, but it, it wasn't it was an odd way to frame the question. But he he brought up the fact that not everyone in the league is scheduling the same way. And he didn't throw anybody out individually, but he's referencing Nevada who just has a, a bunch of cupcakes on the schedule. I don't want to curse. They, they've they got just a really non-impressive, you know, non-conference slate. And if they have any slip-ups and, and they don't win the league with that resume, I don't see how they, they get into the NCAA tournament. And, you know, Nico got asked about that and he's like, you know, that's not really my place to comment on the scheduling decisions of other programs. He's like, obviously we want high profile, matchups because that helps from a metric standpoint you want quad one games quad two games all that but he's like you know it's it's up to these coaches they have a feel for what their program needs to do and honestly it was a it was a very politically smart answer from nico medved you can't go out throwing shade at them um i will say i know that people around the mountain west are disappointed in nevada you know they're not going to go out and 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 dog them publicly, but a lot of coaches, a lot of reporters, they were like, What is what are they doing, man? It was it's a really weird move, especially from a veteran coach in Steve Alford that understands how the system is played. He's he's kind of doing the U Stacey route where, yeah, you're gonna get 20 plus wins, but how many of them are gonna be quality? Whereas San Diego State and Colorado State, you know, they're they're not holding back. They're going after high profile. You know, power five teams, CSU, they got Mississippi State and Bama and St. Mary's is not a power five game, but it's a really high quality mid-major opponent. You know, Tulsa could be a decent game. We'll kind of see. That's probably a quad three matchup when it's all said and done. You could potentially play, you know, Creighton and CU based on how things kind of play out in the in the Cayman Islands. So there's there's a lot of stuff to consider. But so long as CSU doesn't, you know, get completely rolled in all these games, if they're competitive, win most of them, you know, maybe have a good showing against Alabama or something like that. And then, you know, they finished in the in the first or second in the Mountain West, they're going to get a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt than Nevada is just based on the schedule that they played. And as a fan of a team that's been through this process before, I mean, CSU has been snubbed a couple of times. And, you know, obviously the most painful one was back with Stanton Kidd and, you know, JJ Avila, that 27 win team, they, you know, in 1415, they probably should have made the NCAA tournament, but they lost a couple of key conference games. Wyoming ended up winning the mountain West tournament, stole their bid. And they just, you know, the, the committee kind of saw right through their fake schedule that could definitely happen in Nevada. As a fan, I would rather swing big and and go down that way. At least you aim for the stars than to try and, you know, manipulate the system and get 20-plus wins and be like, see how good we are. Who you play matters a lot. And that's why I'm really glad that the Rams are, you know, kind of really going for it. Anyways, I'm going to keep it rolling. I'm going to play some of that audio from Nico Medved, then I'll play some Roddy and Stevens uh, a little bit later. But for you NFL fans, got to shout out the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL And this week, they have an awesome deal for new customers. You can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. DraftKings customers can also get some skin in the game with the same game parlay, which allows you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy to deposit your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NFL team to win. And if you do, you're going to get $200 in free bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out the homies over at Solace Meds. For the premier dispensary, they're always hooking it up. Seriously, they have incredible deals for every single month. They've got four convenient Colorado locations, one in Foco, one in Wheat Ridge, one on Broadway. One just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. All October long, Dixie Gummies, Solace Bar, Solace Sticks, Smile High Extractions, Summit Products, and 1906 drops are 25% off. On the 30th and 31st, the entire stores buy three, get one free. And on the 31st, if you have a purchase of $50 or more, you're gonna get a free goodie bag with your purchase. On top of everything I just said, if you use the code DNVR20, you're gonna get 20% off your entire order, plus a free solace bar, which is an edible, or a King Cone, the biggest pre-roll joint on the market. Use that code DNVR20, they'll know we sent you, you get 20% off your order. And you get free swag. Solace Meds makes your cannabis shopping experience a delight. A delight excuse me. Just go to S-O-L-A-C-E Order online. Pick up at your convenience and purchase from there. And again, make sure you're using that code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire order.
0: Well, Coach, we've got a question for you from Justin Michael from DNVR Sports.
1: Hey, Coach. Congrats on the preseason recognition. You know, it's it's been upward trajectory each of the last three years. What was the biggest thing that had to change from year 1 to now to get this program to where it's at?
0: Man, that uh, that's a great question. I I think it's just uh um it, you know, you, you have a vision uh, as the head coach of what you want this to look like. And I think it just starts with, you know, getting the right people on board with that. And, and and that doesn't mean, you know, we're for everybody or not, but, but finding out who really uh, wants to be a part of that vision, who really believes in it and getting the right people, you know, on the bus, so to speak, it sounds with a cliche, but, but, you know, it's a people business. And, I think that's the first thing that had to happen is is get people who were on board and, and who were really excited about being here. And, and and that was the first step. And and then we've got some talented young players and um and some veteran guys too. You know, I think back to Nico Carvacho and Chris Martin and Hyron Edwards and some of the older guys that really stuck around through the process that really played a huge part in starting to build um um the program. And uh, we just had the right people on the uh, on the bus, Justin. And that really is really what started to spearhead. This, so like we talked about with coach medbed your team was picked to finish first in the preseason poll this year what are your thoughts on that
3: you know it's a it's a big honor uh it's the goal that you know zay and i have been talking about since freshman year uh it's the area that we wanted to improve on of course uh coming in our freshman year we were placed ninth um, and the tremendous growth that the team has had, and the coaching staff has had over the past two years, um, it's just a real testament of of how hard they've worked. Um, and I'm just really proud of my team. But uh, you know, we can't be satisfied, and we'll just have to keep taking it day by day to keep to keep getting better.
2: Uh, like Roddy said, it's a big time honor. Uh, we're definitely grateful for the recognition, but. At the same time, uh, satisfaction typically leads to failure, and that's something that uh, I live by and a lot of my teammates do too. So uh, we have to come out here and uh, work each and every possession and win every game. So uh, we're really excited about it, but uh, there's still a lot of work to be done.
0: And we actually have a question for you right now. So we will go to Justin Michael from DNBR Sports.
1: Hey, guys. Congrats on the preseason recognition. You know, you mentioned you guys were picked ninth in your first year. Now you're the league favorites. What do you think the biggest difference is with this program, you know, from now to when you guys first came in?
2: Uh, for me, I feel like it's just been our development. Uh, we come in each and every day. We work really, really hard as a unit uh, from the top down. And uh, like I said, there hasn't been a, a, a sense of satisfaction in our program uh there's always been room for us to improve uh on the floor off the floor in the weight room different areas and i feel like we've taken a lot of that to heart and so uh we continue to come in each and every day uh with the growth mindset and just trying to improve for me i would just say it's just the buy-in
3: uh and the winning culture that coach medved has trying to has been trying to install into us uh over the past few years i mean not skipping any reps uh going going hard and and getting in extra work as well. Um, You know, this is the first team I've been on that has as many people who, you know, go out by themselves and work on their game as much as as they have. It's just amazing to see, and, and I'm really proud to be a part of this team.
1: You know, Nico's talked a lot about kind of needing to be more consistent on the defensive end. Obviously, you guys made progress there, but then, you know, didn't quite finish where he was hoping to. What needs to happen for you guys to kind of find that consistency maybe be a you know top 50 team in defensive efficiency
2: yeah I
3: would say it's just the details and focusing on the details late in the game when you're tired Um, when you're really fatigued it gets really hard to you know that's when championship teams really win is on the defensive end and late in the game so that's really what we had to focus on Uh, coach challenges us every day and and keeps reminding us about the details Um, and you know we just got to keep going and create that mental toughness to win games at the end.
2: Yeah, like Roddy said, uh, just being able to stay consistent in our details and being mentally tough enough to uh, stay to our principles, no matter what the situation is in the game, uh, whether it's been a long stretch and guys are starting to get tired uh, or it's early in the game and guys have a, <laughs> uh, a lot of enthusiasm, uh, regardless of what's going on, we got to be able to uh, stay consistent and stay disciplined. And I feel like if we do that, we'll be in some great shape this year.